1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode twenty-two of Ask the Estate Agent podcast. In this episode, we're going to answer the question: Should you buy the freehold to your flat? Now, we've had lots of questions around leasehold and freehold. We've answered um, a few and looked at the differences between these two in other episodes. So, please do check through um, our previous episodes, and there's there's lots of information there regarding leasehold and freehold. If there are any other questions that come out of this, obviously um, get in touch and we'd be happy to answer. And But this one is looking at should you buy the freehold to your flat. So it covers the areas to do with this, the process um, and the things you really need to consider if you're looking at this. So let's get straight into the subject and get started. So if you own a flat, it's likely that you will not hold the freehold to the property. You'll most likely be paying not only your mortgage, but also ground rent to the owner of the freehold. So what are the benefits and pitfalls of buying the freehold? Firstly, a freehold is the permanent and absolute ownership of the property or land beneath the flats. So if you own the freehold, it means you own the the building and the land that it actually stands on. A leasehold then is where you hold the property on behalf of the freeholder for a fixed period of time. So this means that you have a lease to use the home, the flat, for a number of years until your lease expires. And leases are usually long-term, often 90 plus years, and can be as high as 99 years. These are sometimes referred to as virtual freehold, although they're not an actual freehold. So what does buy-in freehold mean? You can ask the landlord to sell you the freehold at any time, and by law, If the landlords wish to sell the freehold, they must offer all leaseholders first refusal to buy it. Buying the freehold isn't something you can do on your own. However, to qualify, you have to get your neighbours involved too. By law, at least half of the leaseholders in the building must come together to purchase the freehold. At the end of the process, the flat owners would together own the freehold of the building, often by forming a limited company and this company will be owned and controlled by the flat owners. And separately, each would still have a long lease. But instead of this lease being from the old freeholder, it would now be from the new entity that owns the freehold, and that you and your neighbours now control and own. Once you jointly own the freehold, you can collectively set ground rents, shop around for the best insurance, and generally be in control of your own destiny. You're also able to extend your lease, so it is a long lease with... The only cost being legal fees. So let's look at are you eligible to buy the freehold? Generally, the the requirements for a group of leaseholders to buy the freehold are firstly, the building needs to contain at least two flats. No more than 25% of the freehold building can be used for non-residential purposes, e.g. shops, offices, commercial space. At least two thirds of the flats must be owned by leaseholders who own long leases, originally granted for at least 21 years, and at least half of the total number of flats in the building must be owned by leaseholders who want to buy a share of the freehold. So you don't need to have all the owners on board, but you do need to have at least half of the flat owners involved. If there are only two flats in the building, then both leaseholders must want to buy the freehold. So then, how much does it cost to buy it? Well, freehold prices vary in the same way property prices do, but certainly the shorter your lease, the pricier your freehold. To buy your share of the freehold, you'll need to pay pay your flat's share of it. The purchase price for the freehold, the cost for a surveyor to do an accurate freehold valuation, so you avoid paying over the odds, legal fees for the leaseholders, the freeholders' legal and valuation fees, and stamp duty land tax if the purchase price is over 125000 So you can see all those costs combined will generally be split between all the flats purchasing and then you pay your share. So, if you've decided to do it, you've looked at that, you're happy with the costs, what are the benefits of owning your freehold? Firstly, free lease extensions. So you haven't got to pay that cost every time you want to extend your lease. And you can actually extend the lease up to 999 years at no extra cost, excluding the legal fees, of course, um, doing the legal paperwork. You control the service charges. So you can choose value for money, quality providers. You know, you could appoint managing agents, all that sort of stuff. You you have control over the whole thing. Uh, no ground rent anymore. So you normally don't need to pay ground rent because you would just be paying yourselves. So um, unless you choose to do that. Fewer conditions. Leases can come with a number of conditions. For example, you may need the freeholder's permission to let the flat or have a dog. You know, a lot of those conditions then will no longer apply um, because you're in charge of that freehold. And last, the last benefit is it can add value to your home. So buyers generally prefer freehold flats to leasehold. Um, so if you've got a part freehold ownership, then it it does add value to your to your property. So that concludes today's episode covering should you buy your freehold to flat? There's lots of things to consider there. There's costs involved. There's getting together your neighbors. um, And there's a there's a bit of a duration time there. It can take a good few months, um, sometimes even longer to negotiate it all because you do have to um, go back and forward with your freeholder, get numerous valuations and surveyors um, and then go through the process the legal process of actually doing it but you can see if it is something you're considering and um, you've got your neighbours buying then then it is worth it in the long run when you consider the cost savings moving forward the control and the added value to your property so um, hopefully these points raise raise a couple of um you know questions and things for you to consider going in that process and uh, guide you along the way. So, thanks for listening. Hopefully, it helps. And if you have any further questions on this subject or anything to do with negotiating the property market, please do get in touch with us. You can do it through our Facebook channels, Facebook, um, Facebook channels, social media channels, even Facebook being one of them, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, our website uk. So until next time, it's goodbye for now.
0: We look forward to answering your property questions and helping you with your next move. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast.